0: Hello, Emily. Hello. Emily. Tay. Emily Blair. Taylor Lauren. Emily Blair Marcus. Taylor Lauren Ferber. Do you remember... Life Before Corona. No. (laughs) BC. (laughs) Do you remember in 2000 BC when you and I decided together to announce that we were going to drop a podcast on the day that President Trump declared a national emergency, and then we dropped the episodes on the day that the California stay-at-home lockdown went into place.
1: Does anything jog your memory? I just want you guys to bear in mind that we're recording this on March 31st of the 2020 million. The Oscars were last month. Let that sink in. (laughs) I want you to think about that. We all thought 2020 is all of our years. 2019, say la vie. We have since dealt with the death of Kobe Bryant. Award show season. And now we are living through an international pandemic. So 2019, uh, apologies. I don't want my money back. I want to go back to the future like ASAP. I was like, 2020, let me tell you, bitch. I'm going to start
0: getting gels every month. I'm going to get a squeeze massage membership. I'm going to get fake eyelashes. It lasted two goddamn months before the world was like, bitch, not only are you going to be in a deep, dark hole of depression and anxiety, you are going to have one dangling
1: eyelash off of your forehead. Guys, if I survive this pandemic without dreadlocks, it will be a goddamn
0: miracle. But I will say the, like, little friends that are growing from our dreadlocks are the only people that I have to talk to these days. So Their names are
1: Ella and Bella.
0: And they are, like, my only companions in life.
1: I just want you to know, you guys, like, this is just an ugly situation. So we are soaking in our own sweat with all of our glory of our pimples, gel nails, hair, and all that jazz. It's funny because everyone's hands will never have been cleaner, no. but... We, like, don't care about showering. No. So, what kind of fucked up situation is that? Yeah. And
0: also, if I make any goddamn sense throughout the course of the next, give or take, 50 minutes, it's a miracle because I slept for literally two hours last night. Hashtag anxiety. Hashtag had anxiety before all of this, like, shit show breakthrough. You guys are all catching on to the trend. So glad. Welcome. <laughs> Enjoy your stay. This is what it is. So. Congrats. I just really want to quickly go off about the dreadlocks. Like... <laughs> Please. I was just going to be so TMI because I was going to say, like, for once, I didn't have dreadlocks, like, down there. Okay. <laughs> I, like, primped and prepped for my man. This is, like, the effects of Corona V, how it's just killing all Corona of us. Corona like, Our libido, which your mom coined that one. Corona V. Shout out to Simone. Nothing can win. Not even your sex drive. Let me just tell you how this went down. You know, it's been a tense time. I'm sure you guys, if you're quarantined with partners, like... You probably have killed each other and resurrected five times over by now. I know that I have. I was like, you know what, Taylor? Make the best, make lemonade out of this rotten shit show. Farmer stand lemons, and just bring it, bring a little sexy time into this from situation from the Brentwood Farmers
1: Market that somehow is still, still open. Open. <laughs> Still hoping Guys, Brentwood is this like posh town in California and their farmer's market has politely taken the word to stay at home as a nice suggestion that they are simply just not here for nothing will get between rich people and their fresh squeezed coconut juice. Nothing.
0: So I decide I'm going to spice it up. I'm going to sex it up. I get all primped and prepped. No reaction from my guy. He's sitting on the couch Working on his laptop, and I decide to take drastic measures. I even put a little makeup on that day. I like got all nice and smooth everywhere. You know, I don't even know where my makeup is. This is the extent I went to. Then none of that wasn't really, wasn't really. He was like, Oh, you look pretty. Thanks. Nothing was really doing it. Decide to flash him three times consecutively to try to get so much of a little attention. What does he do? Look up from his laptop, gives me a little smirk smile looks down keeps typing and working this is coronavirus personified fuck you coronavirus
1: i just have no words i'm just flabbergasted so flabbergasted meanwhile guys i'm going through a trauma because my (laughs) hair my hairstylist fired me about two days before this pandemic so my hair i have extensions half of my hair is ash half of it is yellow half of it is brown roots And that's just the tea. That's the tea. Drink it, sip it, London it. That's it. Speaking of London, let's obviously,
0: okay, this whole thing was a little summary of how we are all torn up from the floor up because of Corona V. And we haven't even mentioned how we're unemployed. That's, we'll get to (laughs) that later. I've been eating potato chips as like my main (laughs) squeeze for three weeks now. It's going great.
1: I bought like 1200 bags of cauliflower gnocchi in case like my doors get like locked down by the military. So like Trader Joe's full on has a restraining order against emily because this girl is pocketing
0: no they're like three
1: bags only ma'am my mom literally goes like oh like we're buying them for our neighbor she's really old like like we are concocting all of these lies to get the fucking cauliflower products should we take people through oh my where where to begin the
0: apocalypse because bef- you know as the shit show was percolating I was still here in Hollywood working, doing red carpets and having panic attacks at each one of them because people were like breathing all on my head. And Emily was actually in Europe being a tour guide of the town as Corona V was taking down the masses.
1: Everywhere Trump said, get out. I was in. I mean, where to even start? Where to even start? Where to even start? So obviously this is our first
0: episode since all this stuff has happened because we dropped the five eps that we shot. Before
1: all this. Before we thought this was just like an Ebola kind of situation. Going to be contained in China. Not going to affect our lives. Sorry, you guys are dealing with that. Uh, Best of luck. No,
0: that's 100% what both of us thought. We were like, oh, that's so sad. Like, keep the
1: Diamond Princess folks separated from the rest of us. Like, we're going to be okay. Next thing we knew. America did not start taking this seriously until it attacked our two global... National Treasures, Tom Hanks, and the NBA. Then we're like, shit, okay, close us down. Shit is
0: going down. Do not even so much as step your pinky toe outside of your residence because Tom Hanks's PR will come the fuck after you. It is
1: illegal to like be in the sun. How about we start
0: with our journey of this mess? Let's let's dig in. So
1: you were abroad, you were breathing in all of the you know EU air. I basically was in Spain visiting my sister who lives there. Traveled around to, you know, the Czech Republic, Austria, back to Spain. There was like an abroad weekend, like where everybody, all the kids went to Spain. Few kids there had coronavirus. Uh, That was what, casual, um, that was when Italy was like going down, yelling timber. And all the kids studying abroad there were sent home. And my sister was like, okay, like I'm in Spain, Should be fine. And I'm like, okay, good luck. By the way, my passport was stolen in Spain. Another story, another day. Then I travel to London because I'm like, okay, like London's like not in the EU. Like these people are a little different. Like they'll take care of it. I get to London. Second day I'm in London. My mom's like, turn on the news. Fam group chat is going off. Trump is like, if you are in these countries, you need to get your ass back home by Friday. So my sister's freaking out. My mom's like, you need to come home. I'm like, Trump did not say the UK is in this order Brexit love you here for it. So I was like I will not return home until Trump says people in England, Ireland, Scotland, all the the um, UK things get home and I actually had a hot date on Saturday. Oh.
0: This girl, I am genuinely so worried for Emily's health. Okay. I'm texting her mom. I'm texting Simone. And I'm like, is Emily okay? Do I have to call Elon Musk personally for him to send some kind of contraption to go get her? Because I have not heard from her. I'm like, is she okay? Meanwhile, we are all on lockdown. And Emily is like having this gorgeous European, like Mary-Kate
1: and Ashley-esque date overseas with this man. I literally was not gonna go home before this date. Like I've been planning this date for a month. It was was going to happen. And like like the things you do to get asked international D
0: amidst coronavirus. And still did it. Case in point with the flashing. Case (laughs) in point. (laughs) Case in point with Emily's about to tell you. Corona
1: V is fucking all of our It was like I had the plague. It was just so uninteresting. Like, sleep was more interesting than me.
0: So, wait. What happened with this play date? Was it worth it with this man?
1: Because, Um, like, we were
0: in a global crisis, and you are, like, frolicking in the Buckingham Palace forest
1: with this guy. I let this person take me to a football stadium because I claimed I wanted to, like, see what he's really passionate about. And then nothing fucking happened. Like, literally falls asleep. Like, when we go back to this Airbnb with all of our friends... And it's just, like, me sleeping next to this person, like, could not have been more uninterested in me. I think the dust on the floor was, like, more attractive than I was. Like, this is probably a sign that I need to get the fuck out of Europe. Like, it's a long story, guys. Like, it just was not, like, like, Taylor's situation is, like. My situation, just, like, place it in London. So the guy has, like, an accent and, like, he says, bloody hell. But it's, like, same thing. Guys are guys. No matter where you are. Meanwhile, I, like, went into this thing thinking, oh, my God. Like, what if we, like, this is going to, like, really take our relationship to the next level. Like, oh, my God. Like, if I was here, we'd so be dating. Like, like literally, like, could not have taken the train home faster than, like, the blink of an eye. Like, Dorothy, like, like tapping his shoes. Get the fuck out of there. Like, I was a walking Corona. No. Corona lache de virus. No. That is me. I am her. And basically, that was that. I go home to my friend's place where I was staying after this little rendezvous gone wrong. Turn on the news. Trump's like, great, yeah, the UK is now in the order. Get your ass home tomorrow. And I was supposed to be in London for another week. So I'm on the phone with Delta for an hour and a half. I literally cannot get hold of them. They are saying, "Um, goodbye, check the website, hangs up on you. Website says, Sorry, call us. Can't help you. So, Taylor, what did I ask you to do? I'm dealing with this, like, roundabout
0: merry-go-round game of calling, email, calling, email with unemployment, which we're going to get to because what a shit show. So... Emily literally comes out of nowhere, like Pensatucky. what's his name? The groundhog. And is like I'm <laughs> screaming? It's like, Taylor, you have a blue check on Twitter. Can you please tweet Delta that Emily Blair Marcus has contacted them and they need to reach her immediately? So I do. They get back, and this is just like the shit that happens.
1: It ended up working out. I got back to America, long story. Um, don't want to go over the logistics just imagine a musical (laughs) chair game on the plane every time someone coughed it literally was like snakes on a plane but like coughing so corona but make it fashion literally got home went through customs I'm like fuck I'm gonna be flagged I'm gonna be like taken to like the middle of nowhere like kind of when you're like kidnapped and they don't tell you where you're going they're like get in the car we're just like gonna go for a ride and you're like fuck I'm never gonna see my family again I'm just like picturing like an Ozark kind of situation here So I get to the front, and the customs man takes a look at my passport, which has Spain, the Czech Republic, Austria, England. He literally asks me, were you given a packet on the plane about how to be hygienic? I was like, yes. He's like, great. Welcome to America. Could you imagine? Are you guys
0: goddamn shook? Emily's texting me from the airport, so... Fake news, everything that you have heard on the news about, oh, they're doing checkpoints. You're oh. going to be quarantined
1: in Chile. Oh. I heard that too. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, they're checking your temperature when you come from overseas. Wrong. Denied. It is a free for all they are letting these people come over here from all around from other planets from other galaxies not checking one goddamn temperature so you guys have been bamboozled
1: this whole time because no one's checking a goddamn thing they could not have cared less it was like i told them i am on an international watch list and they would have (laughs) said welcome to the land of the free the home of the brave make sure to like eat 3000 calories a day because that's the american way. Like they did not care. And just like that, I stopped watching the news because I was like everything is
0: false. Everything is everything's wrong. a lie. And so and so what prevails for a little bit of time during this mess is you guessed it, press.
1: Press. Let's dive into it's your situation personally and how we got to this mess and how this has affected our jobs. So R.I.P. it's March 9th. You're
0: in Hollywood. It's a sunny day. Maybe 65, a little breezy. You are going to cover the worldwide premiere of Mulan.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) can't even look at you with a straight face. (laughs) International premiere. International. People all over the world, specifically Asia.
0: And I know people are going to be like, you're so racist. We need to get into this with the whole Mulan thing. because At this
1: point, we truly thought this virus was only... Like, in a certain area in China. Well, also, I went to the set of Milan
0: for Fandango. Mm -hmm. I went to New Zealand, and they made, which was awesome, like, they made a whole point about how they were, like, really staying true to the history of actually what happened and hiring, like, all these Chinese actors. I'm thinking to myself, the flock of people coming from the epicenter to the Chinese theater in Hollywood for this premiere... If I don't walk away coughing out my lungs, it's a miracle. Tell me how many hands you shook. Okay. So I'm at the premiere of Mulan, worldwide, international, huge deal, Disney. And I'm talking with the other reporters. Shout out to Kirsten at The Hollywood Reporter because this bitch kept it so real. She was asking everyone on the carpet because at this point, you guys, like, stuff is starting to go down. Like, they're starting to, like do the Purell and the hands. It's not like the clusterfuck it is now, but it was starting. Mm -hmm. So we're already like, wait, Disney has balls the size of Uranus to have a worldwide premiere right now. Like not only, like I said before, the actors and crew who probably came out internationally, think of all the press who came out internationally. There had to have been how many people would you say are at a Disney premiere? Oh, thousands on Hollywood like Boulevard. No thousands. Other thing. I mean, and then you have all the fans who are packed like yes. sardines. No, it literally, like, it's a miracle that I just my body didn't implode with anxiety like the Wicked Witch of the West because it was thousands of people everywhere. And so Kirsten from the Hollywood Reporter, shout out to this lady, fearless, awesome, because she was asking all the people on the carpet. How are you gonna have this carpet amidst this coronavirus? Like, uh, are you that? Are we trying to get press that Called bad? Called out, taking names. How amazing is that? Because really, she and I were talking, and we're like, Disney's like reckless, dude, to be having this premiere amidst all this crazy. What did what did people say? People were just like, the press you know, little note card response. No, literally. I wish like she actually went in on it more in the piece because like in person, like I said, like we were both like this is fucking reckless because then the it was in the um, Dolby Theater, which is where they hold the Oscars. Huge theater, packed theater. Then afterwards, it's three levels where the after party was of like buffet food, people passing stuff around. Could you imagine? And it was not even less than a week later that Trump put a lockdown in Yeah, there. so this is how close it was to everything. So she and I were saying, like, this is wild. And I wish in her piece like, she went in on it more, but it was kind of just, like, the actors and producers' response. And they were like, you know, we're just, like, pr- proud of the movie. And I'm really just, like, fabricating what they said right now, because I don't remember. I read the piece, like, a month ago, but... It was, like, along the lines of, you know, like, we're proud of the movie and we're being careful and we're trying to do what we want to do, whatever. Risked our lives to cover this premiere, and it was the last paycheck I got. So, like, actually, shout out to Milan. Like, joke is on me. And, yeah, at these premieres, like, you're talking to all the actors and, like, it's, you know, you hug them, you shake their hand. Do you know what I did?
1: (laughs) this Did you pull a Prince Charles and just politely bow? (laughs) Not even. Not Because he still got coronavirus. (laughs) Literally. I'm glad
0: I didn't because do you know what I did? What was your strategy? They would try to shake a hand. I would see them after an interview, like look and kind of like gauge like what the appropriate response was already, how awkward. I had my hands visibly like out there in two fists in front of my chest. So they knew clear as day I, I would not, not approach straight jacket vibes. I was not. Playing that game. Do not disturb mode activated. Then I'm sitting in the theater. This lady, this lady has the nerve to be like this throughout the whole movie. <coughs> Coughing, sneeze. I'm like, girl, are you for real? So this is what I do because I was like, I already pulled out the shameless fists during interviews. I've gone there. I'm here. Ball's out. Let's go. I see an open sea a row ahead of mine. So to get away from this coughing lady, because I want to and I'm already like out here doing this, like risking my life. And I'm also like, of course, they're going to send a freelancer like into this like death trap into this death trap. They're not going to send a staff person. So I'm like, you know what? I'm here. I'm risking it all. I'm making the paycheck. I'm going to enjoy the Mulan experience. So I step over an aisle in the middle of no, not in the middle, like 20 minutes into the movie. To sit away from this lady, to get to the open seat, like crawl over, lean on like people's shoulders, the whole thing to get my new seat. Because I was like, I'm not fucking with you, Disney. And I'm not fucking with you, lady who came and put us all at risk. Mm -hmm. And this was when
1: like getting a test was like rarer than finding like a dinosaur. Like it was like just not going to happen. And then biggest twist of all.
0: Disney decides to put off the Mulan Theater release. This is before they close down the theaters, by the way. They decide, after all that, to put off the release.
1: So you still got the culminating experience from New Zealand to Los Angeles. A little bit of China in there. Like, if you don't have jet lag right now,
0: props to you. I'm clapping. You are a hero. You just went around the world and back now we're in LA now we are back what is the date what is the time what is the vote here's the thing I don't know what year it is I don't know like if we are in a matrix simulation but I do know one thing I'm unemployed. As a fuck. I'm as unemployed as the palm tree I've made friends with in front of my yard and the only person I've been talking to for the
1: last three weeks. My hangnail is actually going to have a play date with Taylor's earlobe, so stay tuned. (laughs) No, No, you guys, this is the worst Black Mirror episode ever. This is the Truman Show. We are in Pleasantville. What the hell is happening?
0: And this is a downside major mm-hmm. to what we do because it is a huge
1: hindrance. We hindrance?
0: so for yeah,
1: right? It is now, bitch. It is now.
0: We are hired as freelance reporters on an event by event basis. And so what
1: happens? Well, they cancel all the events. And who is going out to the grocery store anyway to for the purpose of buying a magazine? Like you're in and you're out. Like
0: That's what we've been talking about. It is a mess.
1: Like we and all anybody is talking about, all anybody is thinking about is this virus. So what do magazines who usually cover Jenna Dewan's necklace brand going to talk about now that all anybody cares about is a deathly virus?
0: No. So we're over here panicking because I'm like, okay, I have rent. I have this. I have that. I have the other thing. And suddenly overnight, my
1: paychecks just dissipate your livelihood goes into quicksand and you don't know when it's going to be pulled out 100 percent true nightmare like
0: don't even get me started about dealing with the unemployment office in california because they have bamboozled all of us they have this like they're like I feel like I've been manipulated by them more than like any toxic ex that you can ever recall because they have like if you're trying to get a hold of them they have this voicemail kind of like the Delta Emily experience and it'll be like it leads you through all these different options and it's like press 3 for this press press 2 for this and you're like oh okay
1: I'm getting somewhere with my day all right let's do this shit next thing you know it hangs up on you uh, My opinion is that the EDD office was so shorthanded and instead of hiring more people, they're like, oh, okay, we all have to homeschool our children anyway. This can be a home economics class. Let me put my seven year old named Max in front of the phone and have him deal with all these people who are losing money because these people at the EDD office could give less of a flying fuck.
0: It's so insane it's so scary and meanwhile meanwhile i just have to know like did my landlord and did all of my editors like fall into a never-ending black hole of the coronavirus testing center in wuhan because i haven't heard a
1: peep from any of these motherfuckers let's dig into that okay Because Taylor and I have been finding out news, as we have in the past for several years, via the New York Times. So shout out to NYT, pretty young thing. Like, there's so much news out there about the media industry and about cuts that directly affect us and me and Taylor, her and I, she and me. And... We have not heard a peep. Are you okay? Are you safe? Are you alive? No. Meanwhile, Emily and I are like, the amount of times
0: we have put ourselves in the most bullshit situations, like getting restraining orders from someone. So like, literally a, KGB no.
1: KGB agents, like what we do. No,
0: like dipping a pinky into Ben Affleck's cocktail when he's not looking to reinsure that he is in fact, I'm still sober. Like the stuff that we do for these people and now this shit has hit the fan and we haven't heard a goddamn thing. Are you guys okay? We know it's a tough time. Here's how
1: you can navigate a little bit. Um, Here's some aid. Here's some help. Don't not worry. We'll get peep. you back out there soon. Like reassurance that you're not going to be living on the street on Skid no. Row next to this and that. Like I nothing. have heard more from the
0: tumbleweed on Beverly Glen Canyon than these people. Like Emily and I are like, what what the jig is up? Like, are we are you guys there? Like the things that we have done
1: and now whoa, it's radio silence. And then the time that you email them being like, What's the tea? They're just like, Yeah, it looks like it's all canceled till April. No,
0: yeah. I was like, so pretty much we're out of commission. Like, I'm not getting paid for the next so and so. Like, what's the deal? That's the response I get. Yep, looks like, you know, we're pretty much canceled through April. Oh, gee, thanks. Groundbreaking. Super stoked about it. Let me just like call Max at EDD and he can have my back on this one. Just kidding, not. I'm going to crawl into a hole. Thank you very much.
1: So how do you deal with it? Well, literally a pandemic. Like, we never dealt like anything this in our life. When everything's uncertain, the day this is all going to end, keeps being pushed back. Our jobs are so like unstable. And still like all the media is covering is this virus. And it's like, we're just in this weird limbo phase where... Are like A lot of jobs, obviously, are being affected. People are working from home. People are being laid off. We are just living as freelancers in limbo. Like, welcome, enjoy your stay, grab a pillow, sleep with the other people in that giant room when we figure out this giant clusterfuck. And the thing is,
0: I've experienced this sort of lull because as freelancers, it's ebbs and flows. You never know what you're going to get. And over the summer, particularly, I feel it because it's really slow and it's like hot in L.A. and... Like, you're just sitting there and you're in your own sweat and you're just like, what is my purpose in life? Like, not to get existential. So I've experienced, like, bouts of this. But now that it's not to say misery loves company, but now that everyone is feeling it, I'm kind of like celebrate good times welcome to the party
1: of misery oh yeah but there is still a hierarchy in the level of misery shout out to casa george clooney if you are listening to this yeah. in your aisle in italy i really hope that you are like taking notes because somehow 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 let's put it this way
0: The forces that be at Mulan are conspiring with Casamigos and they are all planning for world domination because these fuckers are all thriving in this time of despair.
1: Emily. They literally (laughs) emailed. Okay. John and Vinny's is probably like the best Italian food you've ever tasted ever in your life. Very trendy
0: in LA. Like they have that famous spirally like spicy penny vodka Mm -hmm. pasta.
1: Yeah. It's lit as shit. That sounds wrong. The nice guy is like John and then he's on a whole other level. Very exclusive. Hard to get into. Doesn't like Justin Bieber. Go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Costa Migos sends nice guy delivery to literally like so many people we know. I guess mine got lost in the mail. I guess my FedEx delivery man was afraid to touch the cardboard and just decided to throw the package away. I guess my carrier pigeon or Hedwig or whatever got lost in a windstorm in LA and ended up on the beach and was shot down by a park ranger because I never got my fucking food.
0: Mine was nowhere to be seen. I checked under my doormat. I checked my mailbox. I checked my palm tree friend. He shaked his head and he said, not today, bitch.
1: I checked under my hangnail. I asked Bella and Ella. I asked
0: Max. No one has seen it. No one. So Emily and I are on Instagram. I'm like literally counting the days because like I said, have no income, have bills, up. like the asshole. What a fun time. So I'm literally counting down. I'm like, oh my God, when I really deserve it and I've really earned it and I'm in that much of a black hole, I'm finally going to get. That latte from Coffee Bean to pull me out and bring me back to the Truman Show we all are in. And that's just like where I've been at. Like, I literally haven't even treated myself to takeout. I'm literally like, when you are so desperate, bitch, that's when you earn it. Meanwhile, Emily and I are on Instagram and social media, and these other reporters are getting wined and dined by the bougiest establishments in Los Angeles. Where the fuck did we go wrong? Where?
1: Like, at what point in my life, from conception to birth to now, did I make an error so significant that this atrocity was done to me? I also have to ask,
0: because clearly Casamigos is doing their part, and George Clooney is, like, conspiring with Bill Gates as the two masterminds of the planet that none of us will ever be onto, but... Like, obviously, Casamigos is doing its part to still get press. But my question for you is, how is this going to roll for real for us? Because obviously, Mulan was shameless, like, Casamigos shameless. But like, how is it going to happen now? Because the thing is, like, people are still like our celebrities shook right now that their projects aren't getting press. Like, are they going to are they going to be eating out of our the palm of our hand by the time
1: this is all up and rolling again? Like, what's going to happen? It's going to change, like, everything. And it's just really weird because for the first time, and obviously this sounds horrible, but we're all on the same playing field. Okay, obviously if you're living in an 800-foot apartment, you're not the same as Jennifer Lopez who's in a fortress in Miami. But we're all (laughs) inside. We're all, like, dealing with this together. Nobody can leave. Nobody can work. So it's, like, and also, like, no one's immune to it. Like, you know, the, the famous of the fame are getting it.
0: That's what's crazy.
1: It's like the greatest equalizer. Everything is put on hold.
0: Like the only emails I've gotten about press, like I got one yesterday and it was like interview Malene Ackerman for her new movie, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking to myself, like who is going to do this? Like even celebrities world is put on hold. Are they shook? And will we be the Moses to their Jews running the show when we get back in action?
1: I mean, when 51st dates the movie we're living in finally <laughs> ends and we get to the 51st day, I mean, what is going to happen? Are they going to miss us
0: or this is the thing cuz we put a little like snippet on our Instagram of talking about how like this is the best thing that could have ever happened to celebrities because they like hate the fucking press, but also they need us. So, which is it? Like are they Rejoicing in this moment because they don't have to talk to us because all of our events have been canceled and all of the interviews and everything like that. Or do they miss us?
1: Or do they miss us? Mm -hmm. I have to know. I'm at the edge of my seat. They are getting all of their attention taken away by Corona V. Like, nobody now cares shaking. about Malin Ackerman, who you could pull out a few love life quotes and a few mom life quotes from and put up an article and it would get some views. No one cares now. No one gives a crap. Mm-hmm. How are they feeling? Please report back. I'm going to send out like a survey, like the Census Bureau. Like, I have questions. Here are the options A.
0: Are you thriving in your mansion, doing cannonballs in your heated pool every day, thinking about how you never have to see a reporter ever again? B, are you crying on your Maserati about the fact that no one cares about your latest movie? C, are you Tom Hanks? Those are the only options. D,
1: are you Tom Hanks' son named Chet who says that his parents, who are stuck down under with coronavirus, quote, aren't tripping? aren't tripping so chet chet is it chet
0: chet is tom and rita wilson's like deranged son and one time i interviewed like he's okay and like he is troubled i think but i don't know that much about him but i interviewed rita not too long ago maybe like a summer ago and i asked about chet This lady is the queen of the swerve. I was like, you know, your relationship with Chet, how is it? And she was like, let me tell you about my new country album. It is a smash hit Broadway. I'm sorry, Chet Who? That was her response, literally. So I hope she's sharpening her skills in this quarantine because, like, I'm ready for it when we come back.
1: I'm about to blow your mind. The last time I interviewed Rita Wilson, I'm going to admit it, didn't know who Rita Wilson was. Found out she was Tom Hanks' wife. This is what I was going to. It was actually last April or May. Her Walk of Fame ceremony. I still don't know who this lady was. Let me just tell you what I found out later on. Yeah. You don't just get a call from, like, the president of Hollywood being like, we are so in awe of you and we want to honor you in this fantastic, spectacular way. No. You have to apply to have a star on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood. What? And then you have to pay for it. Pay for it to be installed. Pay for the ceremony. What? It is not an honor that is bestowed upon you for being God's gift to the masses. It is a huge fucking scam. So Rita Wilson, that is that. We are like brain busting all
0: over town today. Mm Mm-hmm. First, it's the TSA. Next, it's the Hollywood Walk of Fame. What's the next thing going to be? We're spilling the tea. We are eating the crumpets. Let's go. Oh, my God. You didn't even know who she was. Next thing you know, you wake up and she is every headline you've ever seen. Mm Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, you said park ranger before. Is that a
1: trigger word for you?
0: I am like, I, I have a PTSD awakening right now because I actually had a little interaction with a park ranger amidst this crazy. So I think California was one of the first states to do the stay at home, right? Mm -hmm. Lockdown. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, not a fan of authority. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to live. Don't tell me how I talk to the palm tree in my yard. Just don't go there. So amidst all this crazy, I've been trying to, like, you know, live a little. I've been going out to the beach. I'm social distancing for sure. Going out to the beach, looking at a seagull, getting a nice break from chatting with my palm tree all day, maybe taking up a nice little convo with the seagull, you know, maybe dipping my toe in some sand. Just taking to a
1: break th- from all the ways
0: I feel depressed. No, literally. So, you know, I've just been kind of, like, trying to break up the monotony of just wanting to you know like hang myself on my Mulan transcripts so (laughs) so one day I decide I'm gonna just take a little drive you know in LA it's like very scenic routes I live by all those like canyons and you get gorgeous views let me paint the picture it's a little like sprinkly day a little drizzle it's about 11 in the morning I think to myself self Why sit here
1: and think about Chet Wilson, Chet Hanks all day. Chet Wilson. (laughs) Shout out to Wilson, the volleyball in Castaway. Wilson is everywhere. Tom Hanks was so attached to that movie. He literally married someone with the name Wilson in their name. I actually feel like
0: Wilson right now. No. Like Wilson Wilson is Wilson is the epitome of my life. Wilson is the epitome of my soul. Mm -hmm. So I decide get a little change, change of scenery. I get in my car. I'm wearing a parka. I make a little tea, say herbal, nothing crazy, and I take a little drive. I go, you know, I'm going to take a little drive up here, go on an overlook, just think about life, all it has to offer. I get up there on one of the overlooks. They are all caution taped off. This is how insane it's getting out here in California. They're all caution taped off. So did, I pull over. Did you to take one. that as like a polite suggestion? Exactly. Feels. Exactly. So I pull over in one, I get out, my car is still running, I'm holding my little thermos with my herbal tea, just minding my own business in the drizzle, like I am in desperation to have this moment, like why would I be standing on a mountain in rain, okay, This park ranger, I have like 25 seconds to myself. This park ranger comes up to me. My car is still running, keep in mind. So obviously, like, I'm not having a keg party. I'm just sitting here, like, having an existential crisis. Let me be, dude. He comes up. He's like, ma'am, you can't be here. I'm totally cordial. I'm like, no problem. Get in my car, which is still running, and get out. This man follows me down Mulholland Drive. For, like, a good amount of time. So I start panicking. I'm like, he's really following me right now. Like, me and my herbal tea. How dare you?
1: He has a group chat with Max, with the Delta agent. They are all conspiring to fuck us in the head. 1,000%. 1,000. Like,
0: okay, guys. Showed my tits to my man. He was unamused. I'm unemployed can't even go to the beach anymore like can even else? get home from the eu i get it like fuck me so now this park ranger is following me i get so nervous i'm like okay i have to like leave this guy i just like make a sharp left eventually it ends up being a cul-de-sac i'm like oh my god this he follows me into the cul-de-sac on the top of mulholland drive I was actually, like, so uneasy. I was like, this is actually making me feel really uncomfortable. So did
1: you, like, walk into an apartment and pretend like you live there (laughs) and,
0: like, hop on over, like,
1: Joe style from you on Netflix? No. I, like, cut a
0: tree down and started building a fire and was like, this is exactly the spot that I was talking about. Kumbaya, come sit, my friend, and let's do this. I end up losing him, thank God, because it was a tight-ass cul-de-sac. So peeled the fuck out of there and lost him because by the time he turned vibes. no 100 so by the time like was totally channeling Vin Diesel by the time he turned around <sighs> I was nowhere to be seen he could eat my dust but that's how like that's how insane it is like do we and then that I was on the beach too I was on the beach when they decided with said man who didn't care about my boobs like being on his head We were like, let's have one last hurrah. At least the beach is still open. Like we can still remember that like we have a pulse. Let's go out here, go out to the beach. The police are circling on the sand and they're like, they decided to close the beaches today at noon. Sorry. It is an international manhunt. It's so depressing. So my question for you is like, do we need an outlet to live a little? The most
1: like I do is like walk my dog and I am Will Smith. He is the dog. We are the movie together. I am legend. (laughs) This is the end of the world. Like I just, I mean, literally like there's no routine. The mental health repercussions are going to be insane. The employment repercussions are going to be insane. It's just interesting how it's affecting every industry, but especially us when Hollywood is literally closed. I know. And like in LA, like the stereotypes are true.
0: Mm -hmm. Like we're obsessed with, Like, being outside, we're obsessed with, like, being fit, yada, yada, the whole thing. So, people are going to, like, one day before all this shit really started going down, it was, like, the first nice weekend here Mm -hmm. since all this shit. And I went out to Santa Monica, right, like, on the beach path, like, people. And it was, it, like, literally, I was like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, I have a little feeling inside. I, I think it's called joy. Hello, old friend. Like, literally, this is me. Because people are out, like throwing footballs around and like riding bikes and like having picnics and like playing volleyball and like walking their dogs. And there was so much life. I was like, wow, like California or not, like people need this outlet cut to a weekend later. I'm on the beach and the police like single handedly escort me out. So it's just so sad. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how long this is going to last. Like, yes, we don't want this perpetual cycle, And it's such a polarizing issue, that's the thing. Like, people are, I feel like, are either in the camp of, like, we have to have some liberties, let us live, or we're all going to be, like, hanging ourselves by our floss, or, like, we have to stay home because the shit will keep going on and on and on. It's so polarizing. I
1: don't know how much longer I can stay home and watch a show about a tiger man and then read articles that Margot Robbie is going to play him in a tell-all miniseries. Like, is the year... Twenty thirty five. Did we time jump into oblivion? I don't know what's happening. All I know is I don't want to be here, and I'd like my check, please. No,
0: one hundred percent.
1: I mean, what do you think? Like, do
0: you think that we should have some of those liberties? Like, they close all parks, recreation, like beaches. Like, is that extreme to you or not?
1: Honestly, I'm not as bothered as it as I think some people are. Just because I like don't like sand, so I don't really go to the beach (laughs) a lot anyway. I'm more of like a shades lounge kind of gal by the pool. So, but I totally hear you. Like people move from all over the world to be at the beaches of LA. I can't even go to like my favorite hotel and like have a cocktail and go on a shades lounge or go on like a little weekend trip to get away from LA. Like I am literally stuck here. The highlight of my day is like. Going on Instagram and then pretending like I'm having a blast Netflix binging when really I'm no. like in a sinkhole of depression. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I just don't know that's what to where, tell you. No, that's
0: where it got really real for me is when I was like, I can't even go on an overlook and have my existential Freudian thoughts to myself without a park ranger Yeah, you're a me beach home. gal. 100%. And that's where it got real because, again, I saw everyone like so joyous and living their lives. And next thing you know, like you can't even do that. So do I want to be in this torture chamber forever? No, but at the same time, like, I feel like you have to, like, give people some liberties. Like, people... The mental health repercussions
1: of this are going to be awful.
0: Like, I don't even want to begin to think what Margot Robbie and said team is going to do when, like, no one cares about their tiger movie because, like, we are all in this oblivion.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, we can go into the science behind it. Everyone has so many opinions (laughs) if we should... Expose ourselves to this, get antibodies if we should hide from this, if we should all decide to take Elon Musk off on his offer and just go to Mars. So I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I have no answers for you guys. Please call in if you have a suggestion because we are just being fucked by Corona V. In every single way,
0: our sex lives, our brains, our gels, our jobs,
1: our jobs, our jobs, what our else? eyebrows, our lashes, our roots, <laughs> no. our pedicures, our skin. No. Um, our teeth, our tans. Our teeth. Should I go on? <laughs> no. I'm literally going to look like Alvira. Like, I'm going to look like Shrek. Not even Fiona. Shrek. But don't even bother not looking like Shrek because
0: when you do, no one cares because everyone is so in their thoughts about how the world is ending. You can't even get a Dick hard if you do Can't even get a text back. And that is that is that. And that is that. So next time, you guys, we are actually going to be talking about our reactions to how Hollywood and high profile people have been dealing with all this from their multimillion dollar estates and said
1: things and whatnot. We're going to give you a full on thesis paper, PhD analytics of how celebs have reacted and how the world has reacted to how celebrities are handling this freud could never socrates could never
0: they're all hiding and shaking in their graves we're gonna give you a little preview megan and harry have posted the fuck up in our neighbor malibu
1: during a pandemic so let's leave it at
0: that for next time Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay safe. Say well. And if any of you try to steal my palm tree friend, (laughs) I swear to God, I will come after your ass. Don't even come for my (laughs) cauliflower gnocchi. Or her hangnail, which is now her assistant, her best
1: friend, her workout instructor, her manicurist. Done.